As we close out the month of June, we begin our approach to the four-month mark since COVID-19 arrived in the U.S. and the state was placed under stay-at-home orders. However, this month, we saw the state accelerate towards reopening. Many businesses have now opened their doors. Heck, maybe you've already hit up all your local restaurants and bars. While on the surface, it may seem like things are coming back to normal, that couldn't be further from the truth. The virus is still here. It's still very present and as dangerous as ever. The state's coronavirus positivity rate jumped to 5.1% in the last two weeks and to 5.6% in the last week alone, while hospitalizations for COVID-19 went up 32% in the past 14 days. There have been roughly 56,000 new cases in just the last two weeks. There are growing concerns. Governor Gavin Newsom has stated that California may pause reopening if necessary, The Disneyland Resort, which had announced they'd be back up and running on July 17th, has now announced that they're delaying that reopening due to COVID-19. In California, the virus is spreading at private gatherings and homes, more young people are testing positive, and cases among the incarcerated are alarming. Officials in this state and across the country continue to encourage social distancing, wearing masks, and washing hands. We've talked in the past on this podcast about how the COVID-19 outbreak presents increased risks and dangers for communities of color. For more on that, here's Christina Pascucci. Nurbese Flint works with the Black Women for Wellness Action Project. It's a 501c4, which means they can do both social and political work. They describe themselves as a reproductive justice organization, and Nurbese says COVID has exposed the cracks when it comes to health care for Black women. The same issues that were happening before COVID just got amplified when it came to during COVID, right? So the same implicit and explicit biases that were happening to Black women were happening extra. The same social economic status issues that were happening for folks around poverty and food access in terms of homelessness and uh, all those things were just amplified. Like when it comes to pregnancy, for example, California death rates have gone down, but Black women are still vulnerable. Black women are three to four times more likely to die from pregnancy-related causes um, in our system. Nurbese and her team started to collect real stories that impacted real people during the pandemic. Black Women for Wellness started um, collecting stories and wanting to collect stories of uh, people who were both prenatal but recently given birth and their experiences when it came to pregnancy. They weren't listened to the same way. Um, They weren't seen Uh, Their pain wasn't taken as seriously. They had different treatment. And it's both from implicit and explicit bias. The project found that if a black woman said something was wrong, that woman maybe wasn't taken quite as seriously. And Urbese says it comes down to how people view black bodies. Regardless of social economic status, black women were more likely to die. One black woman talked about how she had to catch her baby in the car because they sent her home, right? Mm -hmm. Um... We had someone testify during a bill that we were ran around implicit bias last year about how she said, I think there's something wrong with her pregnancy. And they sent her home. Her baby was dead and was in her in her for two weeks. She ended up going into labor and they found that she had a stillborn and 
you know, she could have died. What we've seen in this heightened stress on the system was that the same issues that were happening before COVID just got amplified when it came to during COVID. So what to do about this? Because Nerbeze says we are not doing enough. So what do you think should be done? Um, Where to start, right? Yeah, she's like, let me pick up my white paper. Um, So one would be like having a uniform way of which we are tracking data. So a uniform way of what we're tracking data that's really important in terms of people's birth outcomes right now. Two, I think we also need to look at um, having uniform information of what pregnant folks should expect when they come into um, to give birth or both in their prenatal care. The Black Women for Wellness Action Project believes part of the solution can come through policy. We should rethink about and reimagine what public health care can look like because we are already letting people get through the cracks, right? Um, I think we also need to be very um, strategic and intentional about addressing racism. So we were able to pass a bill last year around having like implicit bias and having folks go through racial justice trainings mm. um, for uh, if you're in the perinatal field. But I think we need to do more about how do we eradicate racism in our system, both structurally and interpersonally. Who are the people who are most likely to die from COVID and that it was disproportionately amount of black and brown bodies, um, disproportionately amount of black bodies. That is also saying a lot about what are the other issues that are going on around socioeconomic and um, social social economic status, but also our ability to live and thrive. So it's, I think it's a reimagining of what a system can look like that puts people first, but also puts the people who are most impacted by all of the ways in which lives intersect at the center. Because we know if we do it right for those folks, right, and for me, those are Black trans women, if we do it right for those folks, then we know everybody else will benefit from it. We'll be back with more Coronavirus Weekly next Friday. In the meantime, let us know what you think of this podcast by leaving a five-star rating and review on your favorite podcast app. You can also find us on social media. We're at KTLA Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. And Christina is at Christina KTLA on Twitter and at Christina Pascucci on Instagram. Don't forget, you can find all our episodes on our website, ktla.com slash coronavirusweekly. And you can be the first to hear new episodes every Friday by subscribing wherever you listen. For the latest coronavirus headlines anytime, visit ktla.com or get the free KTLA News app. That's all for today. Thanks for listening.